friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Today's date is October 8, 2020, and this is episode number 33, I believe. Uh, thank you for your listenership, and we appreciate it. And we're very excited about today's show. We're going to talk about uh, somewhat of the election still, as many of you may know, if you're within the United States, is we have a presidential election coming up here at the beginning of November, which leads us less than 30 days to the election period, which is a significant concern or anticipation for this coming election. And so we're going to talk today and we're going to specifically discuss millennials and Generation Z and the impact that they will have on the elections uh, along with the demographics. And then we'll talk about how we can all make a difference. And then I'll leave you with a, a political inspirational quote. First, it's important to understand that I am only going to focus on the views of millennials and Gen Zers. So any information that I mention is only the reflection of the mass majority of millennials and Generation Z. And I think before we start talking about politics in general and the landscape, it's important to understand the demographics that are associated with the individuals that aren't eligible to vote. A close examination of a detailed age data, which was recently released, I believe, by the Census Bureau, uh, revealed a startling fact that more than half of the nation's total population are now members of either the millennial generation or Gen Z or Alpha. Uh, it also mentioned that the combined millennials, Gen Z and Alpha generation numbered 166 million compared to that of Generation X, Baby Boomers and Traditionalists which numbered 162 million. And this actually was, this survey was earlier in the middle of 2019, so roughly a year ago. So you have traditionalists that have continued to pass away. Those are the individuals that were born between 1925 and 1945. And so many Americans, especially baby boomers themselves, uh, this news came to a shock has become a shock because they were always the largest cohort group and now they are outnumbered by millennials, Gen Z, and the alpha generation. Uh, they Baby boomers viewed the millennials as being youthful. Well, they're not so youthful anymore because they've actually hit the age of 40. Uh, they viewed them as in a negative manner uh, when it came to habits, ideology, and politics. But now with their numbers exceeding the baby boomers, the millennial generation is poised to take over more of an influential roles in businesses and governments. So that's executive positions, political positions. We are seeing a lot of the progressive movement within the Democratic Party being that of a younger descent. So you're seeing millennials now being a part of Congress in legislature and whatnot. 
the current political environment is what people would consider very diverse and basically contentious would be the best word to put. Millennials, Generation Z and younger are more racially diverse than those groups that have preceded them, with nearly half identifying as a racial or ethnic minority, meaning over 50% of millennials and Gen Zers are considered non-white. So social, economical, and political uh, fixtures between millennials and older, whiter generations are well known. Well, there is no question when it comes to uh, certain concerns against illegal immigrants, voter fraud, political correctness, and many have stated uh, along, probably more along the progressive movement, that the President Trump has preyed among those fears of older whites about the nation's changing racial demo, demo, demographics uh, and demography, which a strategy, a strategy that the president continues to follow. However, this could be dangerous because of the current demographic shift where over 50% are non-white now. So this could potentially work against President Trump if that is the political strategy that he continues to take. So this is obviously concerning to the conservative uh, arena, because especially if there's more Gen Zs, millennials in the future, that what's that going to make of the Republican Party? Are they going to have to change how in some of their core values or make them more progressive to meet the needs of Gen Z or millennials? I don't know. I was having a conversation with a coworker about a week back and we discussed politics with regards to what the shape of the political platform is. And it's really hard to tell if it's gonna make a big difference or not, but there seems to be the younger generation does seem to be more progressive than, than maybe the baby boomers uh, and even Generation X. Now, there is no doubt that the COVID pandemic has negatively impacted the economic prospects of the younger generation uh, who have bared the brunt of the job losses, eviction, and among Gen Z, their disruption in their education from not just college, but high school and middle school as well. For older millennials, this is the second stage of a double economic whammy because many of them never recovered from the 2007 to 2009 recession. As millennials and younger generations find themselves at the center of the pandemic economic storm, uh, ultimately they are poised to fight for a bigger say in how the nation recovers. I think that's why this presidential election is so significant because I think we're going to see voters go out or younger voters actually go out and vote. That has been the concern or the, the big hit on younger voters is they don't go out and vote. 75% or more of older voters will go out and vote while less than 50% of those of a younger age, millennials and younger, will actually get out and vote. But with all the issues from the George Floyd and May incident, 
the face of the pandemic that we're currently in uh, and all the racial groups and protests in our criminal justice system. There's so many different issues right now that are facing this country uh, from racism, uh, Black America. Uh, you know, many have thought that they have been kept from achieving education, jobs, housing, and wealth. Uh, the fact that nearly two-fifths of millennials and Gen Z are black and brown makes these issues deeply personal for them. So again, that might have some significant uh, on the upcoming election. The broad coalition of races, including whites in this movement, suggests a joining of disparate interests towards making fundamental changes in the racial justice. Now, if you listen to different news or social medias, uh, they all have their different spin on how things are being taken. So if I go watch Fox, I'm gonna have a different spin than if I watch CNN or MSN. Uh, so again, any social media from Twitter or Facebook or, or whatever may, you may view, they're going to have all their different suggestions, uh, you know, whatever their agendas are. So again, everything you have to take with a grain of salt. But it is true that millennials and Gen Z differ from older generation on issues such as immigration reform, uh, criminal justice, environmental protection, the role of the government, and, and the importance of diversity. So it is likely that the pandemic and recent activism will further galvanize the generation to promote an array of progressive causes. I don't know if this is right, I don't know if this is wrong, but I'm just stating what the facts are and what most majority of millennials and Gen Z see it. Uh, from President Trump's recent messaging, uh, many have been concerned attacking protests, law and order, rants about crime. Uh, he recently retweeted a video promoting white power uh, and celebrity Confederate movements or monuments. So. It's clearly intended to solidify support for his base. But again, that's what you have the progressive movement stating. Uh, there may be a completely different spin on that from the conservative demographics. Uh, so it's clearly intended to show that everybody has a political opinion and regardless of activism or the beliefs of millennials and Generation Z, uh, you know, it's going to be a very contentious election. Uh, bear in mind, as I mentioned earlier, that younger voters tend to have a lower turnout rate than older voters. In 2016, I believe it was 51% of eligible voters under age 40 turned out. I compared it with over 70% for the age of 55 or older. Uh, but again, given the strong democratic support, shown in previous presidential election among black voters and to a lesser extent Latino or Hispanic and Asian American voters, the new energy of this racially diverse generation could potentially propel a greater turnout. Again, it's hard to say because younger voters have never turned out. So that would be a bonus for the conservative movement if the younger generation doesn't go out and vote. Uh, currently in nine states, including swing states, I believe, of Arizona and Florida, uh, as well as 
potential swing states of Georgia and Texas, uh, non-whites comprise over half of millennials and Gen Z voters. So that is a concern for those swing states and the, and the uh, conservative uh, party. And so these are just things that, are, again, we have to be concerned of. And, but what we can do as American citizens and those who are eligible to vote, as I mentioned earlier, what can we do? We've shown the diversity. We've shown the, the main interests, interests that are key in the election. And regardless of which party you are voting for or which party you are backing uh, or whatever social media may mention, uh, what can you do? Very simple. The one thing you can do is get out and vote. Let your voice be heard. If it's for the Republican Party, let your voice be heard. If it's for the Democratic Party, let your voice be heard. No matter what, you have an opportunity to make a movement, to, to be impactful in this election, either to keep the current president in office or to vote in a new president. But again, that is entirely up to you. And, and this will likely be a very contentious election, and it may be a very close election. Uh, so again, I'd like to sh thank you for your listenership. I do want to mention uh, one quote here that I found very interesting, and I, and I think it's very relevant into today's society. Uh, this quote, especially for the upcoming election, uh, this was by Martin Sheen. Future generations are not going to ask what political party you were in. They're going to ask, what did you do about it when you knew the glaciers were melting? Now, again, this may, this may sound one party related, uh, but again, I did want to share the concerns of the millennial and the Generation Z uh, majority. So again, thank you. And if you have any questions or concerns or you want to share any feedback or potential topics for future podcasts, please don't hesitate to reach out to my email, jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. Again, that's jason at jwigginsconsulting.com or via our email website, excuse me, via our website, which is genzandmillennialexpert.com. Again, thank you very much, friends. Be safe, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow on our next podcast as we celebrate Friday Eve, wherever you may be. Bye-bye.